Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to Hashtag Sponsored with Bella Bombshell and Miera Rose. We came, we, we took, took selfies, we left. left. <laughs> Isn't that what we always do at every event? Every single event ever, I go directly to the photo booth, and then I go directly to the food and drink, and then I go and directly every home. event looks like the best thing we've ever done, like the best time in the world, no matter what it is. What's your favorite photo situation at an event? Because sometimes oh. it's really dark and there's no lighting, and you're like, I've been to Fashion Week things where I was like, where are we supposed to take photos? Yeah. I think I love when there happens to be a professional photographer and we get like a buttload of photos at the end that end up looking really good because whenever they have like a photo booth set up with like the ring light, Mm -hmm. I always feel like it's too low. I I never feel like I look good in those like those ones. It's not like at a high angle like I want. So I never feel like the photo booth things that print the photo for you. I always feel like those are the worst. Or the ones that email them, I feel like they're always really low res, and then I'm just like, eh, can't, yeah. can't post, don't care. Don't care, you're not getting a promo. Yeah. Sorry, bye. Bye. So, what's new? Like, what's new in your life? Let's, like, talk about the latest thing. I know, I happening. haven't seen you. Today we're just directly recording instead of talking for two hours first, so we're gonna <laughs> see what happens this time. We're drinking coffee, we're in Brooklyn, they're doing road work outside, it's really loud, bear with us. Yeah, and we just kind of want to reveal more to you guys each episode like what's happening what's going on I happen to be moving and it sucks if anyone has moved to New York you know hell on earth I'm literally paying $750 to move with the help of some family members to move from five flight walk up to another five flight walk up worth it as someone who has done that for someone it was not worth $150. Definitely. Sorry. And I feel like it's dangerous. Like, if I'm moving dressers and things, no. like, I could die. So. Also, you could just, like, really hurt yourself, too, if you don't fall to your death. Like, you could just... Yeah, with no health insurance, so... It's good. Yeah. Welcome to New York! Welcome Roach fans. So, um, one People of our... liked that. People enjoyed it. Really? I got a message. Really? And how they have had, like, other experiences, and I was like, don't tell me, don't tell me. I was like, just, just let's leave it at that. People were telling me, like, they were like, that sounds like a really good punk band, Roach Pants, like, so I feel like I have to, like, write a, like, romantic piano piece about it, and then just, like, do the thing where classical pianists do sometimes, where they take a fist, and they just, like, bam, like, they, they just, like, nail it on the keyboard. Similar to, similar to something like this. Ooh. Like that. Ah! It's really stressful. I'm stressed. It's like capturing the, out the emotion. emotion. <laughs> That's right. There's a big like, wow. <laughs> wow, I didn't think it would like make it, make it up the sound. Uh, yeah. Um, so um, something that's new is one of our friends that we're going to have on the podcast was listening and she was saying, oh, I didn't know that you grew up in a weird kind of like semi-cult town in Iowa. I'm like, yeah, it's it's really strange. So I was at 
a party um, last weekend. I was at a potluck, uh-huh. and one of my boyfriend's best friends was. We were. T- she was like asking me about where I was from, and I was kind of saying a little bit about it. We got into kind of like the drama of like the you know the hippies that kind of moved in there versus like the townie. We call them townies, like that, like kind of the farmers that grew up there. Uh-huh. Um, and she like she was like, wow, that sounds really familiar. You know, like I read this book, and I was like, wait, you you read. <laughs> Stories from Utopia Park, or, or I forget exactly what it was. It's by Claire Hoffman. Um, it's a book about my hometown, and she was like, oh, "Holy shit, that's where you're from!" And she like knew oh everything God. about it, and was like way better at talking about it than I am because I get really kind of nervous and weird because it's such a strange thing. That's and, like, so cool. That, so when we have her on, right? It was her. I well, it wasn't it, her, or, but oh, like, oh, oh. but like she reminded me. Uh, well, because she said that, and then literally like a day later, like this, I had this experience where like people sometimes know about me like really really weird little town where like the Beatles were into it like David Lynch is now into it like yeah but that's cool people know about Long Island like <laughs> in the worst ways they're like you're probably stuck up and rich well, and the worst ever I wish people thought I was rich <laughs> I think people do actually the now they, they do. don't now that I just said I don't have health insurance <laughs> You're so. like, I don't want to move because I don't have health insurance. I might break a leg. I can't afford it. My femur, I can't, no. Meanwhile, like, I talked about how I got the Kybella, and I was like, if something went wrong, I was getting a needle injected into my neck, and then uh, I went to a hospital. Like, well, I'm he's just, a like, doctor. not thinking about these He's a doctor, things, so. Yeah. But anyway. That I hope that he healing. can handle any complications. And we'll also, I hope that you tell him that you don't have health insurance. No, I didn't tell him that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I just like forget these details in the most important moments when I should remember. But the update on that is yeah, that it's still it. healing, which it's been like a week and a day. So there's like the last bit of swelling to go down and I'm still like really bruised, but... It's not like noticeable visually though. Like I, when you had me feel it, I could feel it, but um, yeah. it's not noticeable. So I had a photo shoot on Saturday, which I didn't really tell them about it. Like I said, oh, I, I had a procedure on my neck and it's probably going to be better by Saturday, but I felt like it was noticeable and even like... I don't know, I had, like, a bad shoot, I feel like, because I was really self-conscious about it. I was, like, my all my pictures, I'm, like, no. trying to come, because they're, like, look up or look here, and I'm, like, no, I can't, and, um, that's hard. I don't know, because, you know, I think you could tell in some of the pictures, I don't know, I just was feeling, like, not super comfortable that day, especially, also, the clothes that were supposed to come in for me to wear didn't come in in my size so I was squeezing into just like straight size clothes basically and that sucks I felt like it fit me but it's not it's hard to move because whenever you're doing a shoot for like websites they definitely want the clothes to fit you kind of loosely because they don't want it to wrinkle up they don't Mm want to show like every curve that you have sometimes depending on what kind of it was. It's a more like conservative brand, I'd say. Did someone, did someone come up and like pull it down every three? Yeah, years? I was like yeah. pulling it down, or they were like, "Don't, don't like bend your knee too much because then it creates like a line like on my thigh." And I was just like, "I don't think I can move." I know, and you my can't. neck. And then they're like, like, they like, "Have fun with it. Like be yeah. natural." And you're like, "I can't. I, can't, I can't even move." So I felt like I didn't do a great job that. Ecom wants day. you to be like dancing in front of a fan with like, like perfect movement, but then like have absolutely no wrinkles anywhere. Yeah. Definitely. And like the last time I did a denim brand, like they were like they were literally coming up to like yank the jeans up, like they were just sticking their hands. Like people don't even ask; they just stick their hands down your pants and just oh start pulling God. them up. Luckily, women. Yeah. But sometimes guys, like during like the photographer, like 
it's never been out of line where I felt like he was out of line, but like they'll just come up and just touch you and just smooth a wrinkle down or like just touch you in your upper thigh. Like things that I'm just kind of like, whoa, like yeah. I, w- I would ask for permission first. At like, least just ask. Yeah. Why not? Why not just say, oh, is this okay? I'm just going to. I'm just yeah. gonna fix this because like they or they try to tell you to fix it. Do you have does this this happen to you where they're like, oh, fix that, and you're like this, and they're like, no, no, yeah. to your left, and you're like this, and they're like, no, to your right, and you're like, no, what? You just said to your to, to my left, like I can't get it, and you're like, like just I'm do used it. to that because like I don't want anyone to touch my hair, so yeah. I, like I'm always like, okay, I gotta go. I just like scramble to fix whatever it is. I'm for the daily I've been saving up, so I'm excited. I can't wait to hear what you got. Let's hear, hear it. From, oh, me oh, first or you first? I don't care. I went first last time, so I'm oh. going to let you go first. All right. I'm definitely just... I Let's just see what you think about this. Let's see if I can get through it. Oh, my God. It first starts out very romantic, so... <laughs> if you think I can ever be a person who can fuck your pussy divine... <laughs> the juices and allow all the voluptuouses of your big lusty beauty to ride all my cock mmm that'd be cheesecake (laughs) also this is the second paragraph also just to let you know I'm a (laughs) non-cannibal immortal person in need of some financial help oh 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 and I'm willing to do porn (laughs) With only non-cannibal, immortal, in parentheses, apparel gold women with glowing iris eyeballs and magical protection. Wow. So, if you ever want me for per-pegged sex, <laughs> the finest, let Lena Rhodes know about me. Who the fuck is Lena Rhodes? No idea. Also, also, third paragraph, (laughs) if you'd like to ever meet me in person, I'm a fucking pothead and also an easygoing, good-willed, good-natured, non-cannibal, immortal person. (laughs) What the fuck? That might be the strangest thing you've ever read on this podcast. And I went to his page, which is now private. It wasn't before. And it was like, something in the caption was like, I love to do this and rape me women. Ew! And I was like, you're disgusting. So not only does he want you to have sex with him, he wants you to pay him Or to get have, him into porn, because obviously porn. I have those connections. You have porn connections. I have no connections, just for You big lusty woman. <laughs> and he's not gonna but eat he's, me. He's, he's not, not gonna eat cannibal. You. You're right? safe, you're safe, in case you were worried. But you do have to be immortal to fuck him. That's a that's a real it's a clause that's very important in this contract. Like the last part, I was like, well, you know, if you ever want to meet, like, I'm a pothead. It's cool. I'm good. Like, it's like sir, you what? are more than a pothead. You have been doing hard so drugs bad. for a very long time. I, do I you just think he was on drugs, or do you think that's just who he is as a person? I don't know. Cause I, shit like uh, that makes me scared to post on Instagram. Yeah, I I definitely like I didn't even save the message long enough to have him be I blocked him because I was scared of him and then I screenshotted the message so that I could read it today but I was like I'm blocking this crazy psychopath Jesus Christ yep so mm-hmm. that is that that's gonna be a hard block a hard pass and a hard block hard Mr. Block. Non-Cannibal Immortal sir make sure you put those contacts in before you peg him though I need gold to pure gold eyes that he really wants to get pegged while he smokes the pot oh god okay let's hear yours so mine went on for a little while I actually forgot about it and he did that thing where you do you know that you can delete messages that you've sent 
uh-huh. DMs. Oh, like the person can delete you, it. Like, if, like after he you've deleted sent it, it. Well, anyone can delete a message after they've sent it and be like, oh, didn't want to send that, delete. Which is very nice. I wish email oh. let you do that. Yeah. But so he <laughs> reached out to me about like my Patreon. And I so I usually respond to those messages. It got weird. I stopped responding. And then I forgot that we had like the open DM. So I didn't hear from him for like a few months. Then he deleted all of those old messages. So I was just like, hmm, I want, how do I have an open DM with this guy? And he goes, hi. Like, and he like starts the conversation. I don't remember exactly how it started, but then he, go, he gets right into it. And I'm like, oh, I know who you are. He goes, hi, can I pay you to humiliate me? Oh, I was God. like, sure. I probably do it anyway. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it right now. <laughs> I'm doing it right now on my podcast. <laughs> um, he's like, can we do it on Instagram live? I was like, no. He's like, I'll pay you $60 cash to call me a little sissy bitch for one minute on Instagram live. I was like, I don't need $60 that badly, and I'm not looking at your dick on Instagram Live. And he was like, it's not my dick. I'll be a sissy in a thong. And I was like, I'm good. And he was like, I'm sorry. Sign me up. So he wanted me to, like, go on live. I don't know if you can have, like, a private live. I don't think you can. I don't think you can. You can on, like, um, that other app you could have. um, Isn't it just that Periscope? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't it just, like, a video chat? Yeah, I guess. I mean... It's like, I'm not going to go live and be like, you're disgusting and you make me sick. He wants you to humil- humiliate yeah. him in front of the public. In front of people. Yeah. It's like, well, joke's on you because they probably will be into that. And it's, you know, mostly guys that are going to watch my live, unfortunately. Yeah, $60, definitely not. Yeah, and... that's going to be a hard no, sir, but really funny. <laughs> and, and really, like, annoying and clever that he was like, oh, I'll delete all the messages and then try again. It's like, what? What a jerk. You know who came back, actually? Remember I talked about the vanilla gift card guy? Yeah. Like, he came back. Really? He was like, I'm looking for a sugar baby, like, as if we didn't talk. And I was like, you don't have any money. <laughs> and he was like, my vanilla gift. I was like, you, know, you made up a whole different credit card that doesn't exist. <laughs> you have to get the vanilla gift card. I have lots of money there. Do you pay your rent with vanilla? Yeah, I have money on Mars, too. I'm really rich there. <laughs> Great. Yeah, so that's done. People just making up their own currencies. Ever since cryptocurrency happened, they're just like, oh, I'll just pay you in Bitcoin or like, I'll pay you in puppy coin. Like, there's like all sorts of different ones now. It's like, no, mm-mm. nope. Pay you in air. January, can you tell me why? Because we're going on a trip <laughs> with our lovely model friend, Sophie Turner. Sophie Turner in the post. Go follow her. And we've been wanting to do this for a long time and get a nice, cute Airbnb and just shoot all the content in the world. Just a thousand, thousand photos. And it's going to be lots of Valentine's Day creations coming out. So make sure to follow at Mira Rose and at Bella Bombshell 1L. And we're just going to have fun. I'm so excited. We're going to like... We're gonna like, I'm like, I'm gonna do a vlog in the car on the way up. You guys are gonna do your makeup in the car on our way up. Then when we get there, we're gonna go, bam, we're gonna start shooting. I'm gonna pack a lunch. We're gonna eat while we shoot. We're gonna do this. Then we're gonna do a food shoot. Then we're gonna do it. It's like plan no, the shot. Actually, like, no eating, sleeping, <laughs> drinking, showering. We're just consistently, everything is gonna be documented. Well, we only have one one night, so I feel like we have to just like shoot all the videos. We have to shoot yeah. all the vlogs, all the photos. Like, I mean, we'll eat because I'm gonna eat. I'm definitely gonna eat. Lately, like anywhere, anytime I go somewhere, my bag is full of clothes that I need to shoot, and then like I forget to bring outfits that I'm gonna wear. Oh yeah, like, me too. <laughs> no pajamas, no anything. I'm just like all Fashion Nova, all lingerie. Is and that why we were else. so naked in Miami? <laughs> I guess we didn't. Yeah, like we really. We didn't only have. had like clothes, like fancy clothes for like we had swimsuits, <laughs> stuff to shoot, or like 
That's it. Or like nothing. That's when my bag was 70 pounds. <laughs> I forgot about yeah. that. <laughs> We're like running through LaGuardia with your shoes in our bags like... Never again. Never. I can't wait for our next trip, yeah. which is going to be soon. We're going to drive there. I feel like most of the trip is going to be us getting out of the city. <laughs> like, yeah, I think it's going to be really nice and relaxing, even though we're going to be, like, working. It's going to be fun. And I do think I need a break from the city. I need a real break, like I've been saying over yeah, and over again. I want to go to, like, an all-inclusive resort because I don't want to leave the resor- resort and I don't want to have to spend, like, half money, like, I'm giving out money. I just want to be, like... You honestly need All the to food. come stay with my parents in Iowa. It's I, I felt so good after just going yeah. back and like being quiet. There's no construction outside. There's no like roaches in your pants. It's just very <laughs> quiet and chill. And just, but I also want to come back with a tan. Sleep. Well, can I go to the tanning bed in Iowa? Do yes, they have that? They have tanning beds in Iowa. There's <laughs> okay. one that I used to go to there. You just go to the tanning bed. I mean, well, you shouldn't do that because bad for you. Maybe spray tan, which I am getting one today. Yes! I'm so excited to hear about it. You're getting it from a really cool guy. But one thing we wanted to discuss today is um, some... I found some pretty cool articles about model horror stories, and I wanted to ask you about what yours are after we discuss this. Yeah. So, I don't know if you heard about this, but when was this? This was during the Balenciaga show. This article is from 2017, so it's somewhere around that time, right? Okay. And appropriate because New York Fashion Week is approaching. Exactly. That's kind of what I was thinking. Good. So there's a like a there's this guy um, James Scully who's I I wasn't really familiar with him, but again, this is like straight size fashion, not plus fashion. Okay. Um, he's like a casting agent industry veteran, and he criticized the Balenciaga show for treating the girls like cattle at a meat market. Oh, so, they yeah, said that, that many of the girls, <laughs> up to 150, they made them wait in a stairwell for three hours. They had to stay there and not leave, and they uh, they shut the door, they went to lunch, and they turned off the light, leaving every girl in the dark, 150 girls in a stairwell in the dark for three hours. That's oh the first part of God. this whole thing. Um... They were sneaking in. But, like, in. not surprising to me. No, though, not even. All. Like, doesn't it make you think of, like, Miami when we were, like, about to get in the shade after waiting in the sun already for six hours? And then we were, like, stroke? we went to lunch. I did literally get sun poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, like, they went to lunch and we were just, like, we could t- we could literally touch the shade, but we couldn't get there yet. Yeah. The, the line was too dense. By the time we got to the casting, which you actually didn't even make it because it was too long, we were all sunburned and sweaty and, like, disgusting. Like, it was... Not and they had already made up their minds at that point, too. Like, if you go to an open call, which I can't really recommend to you, but if you do, get there, like, six hours early. Get there at 3 a.m., get ready to camp out, bring something to pee in, bring water, bring a chair, bring movies, it's bring like, a charger. Like, get ready to go camping. It's ridiculous that, like, some of the most glamorous jobs that people are so jealous of people that have that, like, the casting, like, you're explaining, like, that's what you have to go through and to get it. And this is Balenciaga. So like, shitty, this like... is, like, the highest level. They're sneaking in girls that are 15. The minimum age is 16. No. Um, and here, listen to this. Okay. Listen to this. Girl fell down the stairs, broke her neck. Um, no. Oh. This is just, like, they won't tell you who, but... I have been in a stairwell before, too, for castings. I mean, we were in a stairwell before a show, too, but we were the designer, so I feel like that's not bad. <laughs> He's 
UK models were claiming that they were locked in rooms at auditions and castings. On one occasion for three hours, they were forced to work until they were so exhausted they fainted, and they were fat shamed to agents who refused to call them by name. When one group of models, week after several hours without food or water, ordered a pizza to the studio where they were auditioning, the casting director called them pigs and sent them home. Wow. Ma models are afraid of speaking out because they worry they, they will lose work, understandably. And speaking out against the industry you work in is dangerous. Which is ridiculous. Like, they have obvious reason to speak out, and you've, you're afraid. I've felt like that, too. Like, oh, I can't say all, anything. all the time. We feel like we can't say anything. Um, they were saying, like, this one girl, like, the, her agency is taking 70% of her earnings. 70%. The other story that I read was saying that the, like, the casting agents were writing in Sharpie areas on her body that were fat, <gasps> like, too fat, quote-unquote. This is, again, straight-sized fashion. This would never oh happen. Oh, my god! But, I mean, reverse things happen to, to us in, or all sorts of things happen to us in plus world, in the plus world, too. Like, they have told me, like, get a boob job. Like, your boobs are too small, da-da-da-da. Like, I hear that literally all the time. Wow. But... I mean, you think it's like this, like amazing job, and really most of it is just like grunt work, and they treat you like. I mean, they make you like. I'm like reading about like they're like you're running, making you run around the room in like heels before fashion week till you literally pass out. Like yeah. they don't feed you, and I mean, I have been to like fit castings and stuff where the straight sized girls are there for 12 hours. They don't get a meal. They don't get a break. Like for 150 dollars. It's crazy. I don't understand how we got to this place where we just like abuse like all models, actors, like you're just and you just have to take it and like just know that you're easily replaceable and if you ask about money, that's always an awkward thing. It's like how dare you like ask don't about you know that? You're lucky like, to don't be you know? Here, like... Yeah. Lucky to be what? Passing out and like fat shamed? What the fuck? I mean, honestly, like I would deal with some of that for like a fucking high level show like that, which is why they get away with that. I would put up with some of it. But people are trying to do this for like, they're like, oh, it's just exposure. It's like exposure to, of what? Like my ass on the runway? Like nobody is going to see this. No one cares. And like obviously these companies have money so you can't rent like large spaces to have these castings where there's like a holding room where people can sit and then like be brought in like hire staff like don't you think that that's the right thing they to have do? a budget if you're paying your rent why can't i pay mine like why that's am i expected crazy. to have seven side jobs on the side while like you expect me to put in full-time hours it's not it's not okay well that's really funny because this made me think of a story that now i'm just going to use this as my story all this stuff about taking advantage when i was like Let's say 23, I was invited to go to this, it was almost like, it was pitched as like a casting for like actors and I maybe models too. At the time I was just doing acting and um, it was like an agency that was going to pay you. They were, they were trying to trick you by giving you everything that you never get basically. So they of were course. like, we're going to pay you to like work with us so that like you don't have to work a second job like you can just be like working with us and we'll get you acting jobs and we'll get you this and that and then you can um go on these fabulous like cruises and trips with us we're gonna have a big cruise and um where we were having these meetings it was like a meeting room with like all these girls and they'd be like oh do you sing like sing for us do this do that and like i could tell around the room that like 
not everybody was like that talented or that like attractive or they were beginners. So it wasn't like we were required to be at a certain level to like be here. So that was already like a red flag. You know, it's like they're bringing everybody and they're promising this, this and this. And there was this guy who was like talking, he was very charming and he was talking about how he was in like the comedy world and he was dropping names and he was like, I know this person, this person. He was like basically trying to sell us on this like agency that's going to take care of everything we need. And um, there was a woman also working for the company and she would take us individually to have a meeting with us and like kind of reassure us that like everything was good. And so when you talked about locking um, people in rooms, they would do that to us too. Like they would invite us back to the office, which was in Manhattan, and they would lock us lock each of the girls in different rooms what the fuck? because they knew that we were talking to each other about how we were like skeptical of the whole thing and we didn't want to give they wanted like all our personal information they wanted like a blank check they wanted like everything so they knew that we they had to have been like recording it because anytime like we would start talking about it they'd be like okay stephanie come we're gonna bring you to this office and it would be an empty office there would be nothing in the drawers and they would like lock me in there and they would bring the other girl to like another thing. And so like they were 17 kinds of illegal. Yeah, until they were like ready to like talk to us and like scam us. So basically the end at the end it's a huge scam. And um they also they drove us home in like like I lived on Long Island at the time. He drove like all of us home because he didn't want us to like in like a not a limo, but like a a big car. That's like, so a nice scary. Car. And like it so was like where you all live? these girls. They were like, We don't want you to like we want to make sure you're taken care of. Like he wanted to like look like he had like all this money or whatever. Yeah. And planning these trips and all this stuff. So at, actually, at the end, it turns out that it was a huge scam. They were taking everybody's money and information. This girl that I ended up meeting again years later, she was like their main girl. She was like we're making. She was a dancer, and we were like making a commercial for her. She's our main girl. We're doing this. We're doing that. We're buying her a car. We're buying her this. So they were paying for everything that they got for her with her account and her credit cards oh, that they were opening. So she had to go bankrupt because of them just like paying for everything with her opening cards, whatever this they do. So mad. And she and so I met her later in life, and I was in a burlesque troupe with her randomly, and um, she said she like will never forget. Like there was a lot of men in the company, but the one woman who like really gained the trust of her and like the other girls like that's what she was there for to like make make them feel like it's okay and she was like I'll never forget that woman for like making me feel like it was legit and yeah I I think that I forget what like what the name of the company was called but um I feel I never signed up I never went back obviously I I was like skeptical from the beginning and um rightfully so thank god I did lucky that you're from here where like you grew up being more skeptical of things like that like because I feel like a lot of really young girls from, like, the Midwest, like, obviously are smart, you know, they're not going to be, like, stupid, but I don't know, people can be really charming, and, like, women can make you feel like, oh, it's safe, like, you know, like, you see, you see portfolios, you see people working, and you're like, oh, okay, maybe this is normal, like. Yeah, and you're hustling all the time, and you're treated so shitty that you're like, oh, someone wants to treat me nice and, like, make it easier for me, you, of course, want that. It's literally the same, I don't know if you watched The Deuce on HBO, but it's literally the same kind of tactic that pimps use going to Port Authority and seeing the girls get off the bus and being like, oh, sweetie, like, are you hungry? Or, like, do you need this? You know? yeah. And then, oh, oops, I'm a hooker now for this pimp. Like, he owns me. Like, oops, I'm a hooker now. Oops, I'm a hooker now. <laughs> <laughs> Soundbite of the episode. <laughs> That's the list. 
tagline. Yeah, so that was a crazy story, and I feel, I hope that no one else really signed up. I don't know. I only know about this one girl, but I mean, I think she's doing okay now, but... But to, de- to declare bankruptcy, like... Yeah, at a young age, that, she's like, like you I mean, know, early destroys 20s. your credit for a while. I mean, obviously, you can come out of that. It's not, un, you know, but God, what a thing to have to do in your early 20s to then, like, build yourself out of that. That's such a huge undertaking, and like... Yeah. Fuck, that's awful. What a mess. Yeah, really looking forward to these, uh... Fashion week castings, by the way. Yeah. Kind of like, I just want to be treated better. I know, like... And I also wish I was in a position to start something where I could treat people better. You know, like, knowing how it is. Like, start, you know, a brand or a company or whatever, and I would just be nicer. Well, I mean, partially, I feel like having a higher price point is... It's a luxury brand type thing, because I've worked with a couple brands like that that were just, like, amazing, but, like their stuff is really expensive. And so that is limiting to a lot of people who just can't afford it, which is also the same reason why I like feel shitty about like shopping at like Walmart and shit that are putting small businesses out of business. But I am not wealthy. I don't make enough money. Everything is decided on money and that's what decides everything. And like everyone is always under so much pressure to like cut every single corner. And like, I can imagine like them being like, Oh, I got these great girls to work for free. Like obviously any boss that's in business is going to be thrilled by that. Like, because yeah. they know that there's always going to be another girl. Even if she's not your first choice, there's always going to be someone that will do it for free. And so, like, the right. only way we fight back is by, like, banding together and just being like, no, we won't do this for free. I feel like there needs to be, like, we've talked about this before, like, an influencer union. There's, they're yeah, starting. Sure. They're, there's a model alliance now. Like, they're trying to focus on that, especially on, like... Yeah, I think they've <clears> had that for a bit, like, kind of like a model alliance and where they report, like, different things and try to get, like, laws in place. Specifically but... a lot of, like, sexual abuse and stuff, too. Yeah. And, like, or, like, I know you've had this where, like, you go to a casting, even for, like, a major brand, and they're just like, okay, we'll try this on. And you're like, where? They don't even, like, think to, like, give you a place to change. You're, like, in a fucking board. This happened to me. Like, I was in a boardroom in a high-rise in Midtown, and they were like, oh, uh... And they had to, like, scramble. Like, like yeah. really? You didn't... You don't have something just ready to go for casting so that girls have somewhere that, with dignity to just take their clothes off? Like, There's definitely this been is a giant national, that I've changed like, in front of. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Me too. I mean, I, the, the other problem, too, is I don't always care. So if I'm in a rush, I'm just like, oh, whatever, just stop. Just turn around. Like, with, especially with, like, male photographers, I'm just like, just turn around. Yeah. Just, just, just Yeah. But it's true. It's like when we are treated like we're expected to just be comfortable with everything and go along with everything. It's like a shock when people are nice or do care about and like respect us or give us like a break or give us food. Like why are we like we're like, oh, wow, they're so great to us. I mean, I would I would be willing to do more for less if things were a little bit more clear cut. If they were Mm -hmm. like, look, we don't have a budget, but we can give you all equally that's the other thing too like we've been in shows where why are some of the girls getting paid and some of the other ones aren't what's right that, what's that about that's not fair Definitely, we're all yeah. signed we're all professional like this isn't a you know a small level show why it's not fair and yeah you're right with like being more clear-cut like I was talking to some people about New York Fashion Week and they're like giving me like bits and pieces of details and I'm they're like so vague no you need to say are you available for this? The show is going to be this. It is unpaid or paid. It's on this day. It's, you're committed to this many hours. Like When is the fitting? When is the casting? When is the show? Right. How long is the show? Like, you know, like, these are things that are not hard to, act. like, just tell me what's expected of me. It's like, because I'm they gonna... want to try to rope you in for extra work. Yeah, which is happening now. Like, I agreed to a show, and then now they're, like, bringing up other things. Like, oh, can you send us this? Can you meet, actually, the day before now, too? So now you're committing to, like, two days, and it's, like... 
just secretly brought up at the last minute, which is not cool. I mean, I got cast in a, in a Fashion Week show two years ago. That was my first time in any show. And I show, I may have, I don't think I talked about this in the podcast, but I know I've talked to you about it, but I showed up on the, the day of and I was really sick. I mean, I had to get oh. up at 5 a.m. to be there on time, you know? And so I show up and we just, first of all, I just made all the models sit around and wait for four hours. Four hours before it even started. Then they're like, okay, you know, we're getting ready to get started. The show was at 7 p.m. At this point, it was like 10 a.m., right? Yeah. They're like, okay, well, now we're going to start warming up. So they start people, they start us walking, you know, like the hundreds of us going down. And then you can see the designers coming in and starting to pick girls off. And then, oh, wait, like, hmm, a lot of us aren't getting picked. That's weird. Why, why is that happening? And some yeah. of the girls keep getting picked. Turns out it was just, they hadn't decided who was walking for what designer yet. They were deciding day of. And after walking for about a couple hours, I was like, you know what? I don't want to be in the show this badly. Yeah. No, I'm not going to wait here all day till 7 p.m. to walk maybe once when no one is picking me. I also like looked like trash. I thought we were going to go right into hair and makeup. So I was yeah. like, in kind of like pajamas. That's what I was told. I was in pajamas. I'm like walking. I'm sick. I mean, I made it work, but like no one wanted me there was almost no almost no plus designers so there was a lot of plus girls that just kept walking and walking and walking almost for no one they're like just keep going just keep going because so we walked like 30 40 50 times and like after a while i just walked out and like just disrespect for your time like you have four hours or more to just throw away on this thing like well also you cast me in it if you can't use plus girls fine i don't care just tell me no yeah. I, that's what i'm saying is like i would be happy to walk in like bigger shows for no money if you feed me if you tell me exactly what's expected of me and that I know everyone else isn't getting paid. Right. That's fine. You don't For have sure. a budget. Do I want to do it or not? You don't have a budget. Yeah, just give all the details. Don't, like, secretly try to rope us into it and then we're not happy with the experience then. If we know what we're getting into, then it's on us, basically, at the end, I think. Yeah, I don't think it's really fair. So stay tuned for all of our updates on the road. We're going to do a vlog. We're going to record an episode upstate. We're going to be going live on Instagram. It's going to be so fun and so cute and girly. We're having our little girls trip to record and, and uh, you know shoot all of our Valentine's Day content. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. And as always, you can send us emails at um, sponsoredpod at gmail.com if you want us to discuss anything or bring anything up. Um, send us your daily DMs if you want us to read them on the podcast. Send us your questions about the modeling industry and definitely. the influencer industry. Let us know what you think. New York City, anything. If you have a daily DM, we did get some people send us some daily DMs that I'm posting on the sponsored podcast Instagram. And um, that's it. Thanks for tuning in.